Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy one orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. <laughs> Ring loop. Today's locker room talk and shots topic is bisexual revelations and does body count matter? September is bisexual awareness month. And there's a bisexual awareness week. There's a bisexual awareness day, but you know, because I'm bisexual, and I've got a lot of bi-babe friends, like my guest day- today, who's with me. I'm going to celebrate it all month long, and I'm going to be visible as fuck. And my guest today is a returning guest. Hello. Liberty. Hi. Liberty, can you remind listeners what the episodes that you have been on in the past are? Yes, I was on um, one called Unicorns. Um, three's not a crowd. Mm-mm. No, it's not. It's not a crowd. Oh, okay, it's not a crowd. No, that is the name. I was on one about um, Hump Festival Review. Mm-hmm. And I was on one called From Housewife to Ho. Which is a very popular podcast. Is it? Because we were both housewives. And yes. now we're both hose yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. Uh, i just re-listened to that one I, I i would like to go back and maybe do a second second session of that one i think that we could mm-hmm. i mean i can talk about my journey from housewife yeah to there's again. some th- there's some questions i never quite answered in that podcast that we should talk about but that's not what we're talking no. about today and we're having real drinks yeah it's cheers. been a while we can't cheers yet you've got to tell them what we're drinking i will okay we are drinking um, Prosecco Menage a Trois, perfect for this podcast, of with a nice green sticker from my uh, corner store. <laughs> Menage a Trois um, Prosecco mm-hmm. with a lovely product I'm going to plug, um, Girl Meets Dirt. It's a shrub from the San Juan Islands. It's a woman-owned, female-owned business. Um, I stopped in there when I was on Orcas Island and did a tasting. Um, and it's just awesome. It's a peach shrub. So a shrub is kind of like a drinking vinegar and you can mix it with sparkling water. Um, or you can mix it with just tap water or Prosecco in this case or champagne. So basically it's dirty girls meet threesome. Yeah. And you know, wait, I do love the story of girl meets dirt. The, how this business came about is she, uh, Orcas Island used to be the largest producer of fruit, um, like exported to Washington state. And there's all these fallow fruit trees all over the island, like, like thousands of trees that no one is gathering their fruit. And she started gathering the, the fruit and making jam and then making shrub from them. Awesome. Yeah. And, and well, I will drop the link. Okay. To girl meets uh, dirt. Meets dirt. Uh, so you can do your own version of the dirty menage oh. a trois, which is what we're going to call yeah. it. Yeah. It's yummy. <laughs> Cheers. Dirty menage a trois. It is real good. It's, it's real good. really good. This is a great one to have at um, like with Thanksgiving dinner, actually, as a, as a pre, it's pre-dinner cocktail. It's autumn right now. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, speaking of. It's not autumn yet. Shh. Big news. I am now taking your questions via voicemail. If you scroll down to uh, the description of this podcast, you're going to find a link 
where you guys can leave me a voicemail with your questions, thoughts, uh, advice that you want. I will base a podcast on it or I'll just answer or I will recruit a professional to interview to answer your questions. And I, all you have to do is click on that link, leave your little voicemail. Yay. And, um, I guess they could ask question, me questions too and then I can ask, come back. Yes. Ask us because we're going to talk about a lot of shit today and we're going to okay. oh, let's dive in because I know you got, y'all know Liberty and I are friends. We met, uh, on a date, uh, because we went on a date together. Uh, Liberty and I have not had sex just to let you guys know, but we have had sex with the same couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kissed. So guys, yes, we have kissed. Is that okay to say? <laughs> yeah. We have kissed. Liberty and I have kissed. She's a good kisser. Um, and, and we banged the same couple. You just go yes. listen to that unicorn yeah. uh, episode. It's pretty amazing. Is that the only person, people we have in common? I, I don't think so. Probably not. I don't but think so. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Another, another episode. Another episode. Maybe we'll figure it out. But we're both bisexual, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we have had quite the year of experiences. And because it's by visibility month, I think we want to review and reveal the things that we've learned being this, by being by and and yeah. on our journey yeah uh, both of us right have partners who are men yes um and we love those partners very much we love the collar parts yeah all uh, we love all of them i like to say the cock but it's because my, i really yeah i like part- i like the male energy i mm. like i do like it i also like the cock. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. going to lie. No. It's a good part. It is. Of the deal. Yeah. But we also, uh, we're bisexual. So I want to give you a chance to launch into what is this year so far, if you've had a revelation about being bisexual and on your journey, what would you say it's been? Uh, oh my gosh. It's been a... I think it's been mostly accepting myself, accepting myself as bi. I'm not very, I'm still a little closeted being bi. I'm not super out there. You won't really find lots of, you know, in my social media posts about being bi. I'm still a little shy about it. And so I think it is that I'm slowly opening up about talking about it, um, slowly accepting that it's a spectrum and I fall on, you know, a part of the spectrum and it really doesn't matter where you fall. That's just who you are. Like we're just people, we have feelings and it's okay for those feelings to change and those interests to change. And it's okay to have new experiences and, um, kind of, you know, I I think I've really also come to love the, the idea of being pansexual, just you love who you love and you like who you like. Um, and I, and even though with all of that, I still struggle a little bit with being bi. Can, can you talk about, because I think this is very common. Mm -hmm. What is it that makes you struggle with it? I think it's that I, um, I have not been able to find, have, maintain a romantic relationship with a woman. So that is where I feel like I fall short on the bi uh, spectra, you know, the bi being bi, um, which I don't, I don't think I'm alone there. I'm sure there's many, many other women who, who have the same experience and many men probably bi men who have the same experience. I think I am mostly sexually attracted to women and men. And I am romantically attracted to men. And I think that is common. But um, within the bi community and the queer community, there is a little bit of um, stigmatism with being a sexual object for people like me. <laughs> so I struggle with that. I really do because I don't want to to objectify anyone. But I also just haven't had the chance or opportunity yet to, um, it just hasn't happened, just hasn't happened yet. And I've, I've, you know, gone on some dates. I've met some people. I've disappointed a few people, you know, someone who didn't realize I went on a date and she didn't realize that I was in a poly relationship with a man. 
And I could just see immediately she was like deflated. Um, was she deflated because you were poly or because you were poly and you had a male partner? I think both. I think both of those things. She didn't know you were poly. No, I didn't like hide it. I just, it, it had never, it hadn't even come up yet. I met her in real life, real time, not on an app where you, you everybody. You met her with me. I did. I met her with you um, at a queer event and it was amazing. I loved that night. That was so much fun. I, I drew on your butt you that night. You did. Oh my glow- God. And glow paint. First, you drew on it for a long time, and we were like, what's wrong with this marker? And then we realized the cap was on. Oh, my God. And so my butt was just hanging out for everybody to see, (laughs) although luckily nobody was watching because everyone was dancing and having fun. That's true. We may have had a drink. I drew on her butt, (laughs) and I wasn't seeing anything. I was like, maybe it's like invisible glow ink, and then realized that, oh, my God, that's hilarious. (laughs) Yes. Uh, that, that was a super fun night. And I loved, um, watching, I loved watching all the baby queers, you know, just like learn. I felt jealous of like them learning who they are so much younger than I was and feeling so comfortable to be out and be open and be in this really amazing space with, uh, supportive women. And it was awesome. It was great. It was a good night. Mm-hmm. That was a good night. Super fun. Until the end. But yeah, <laughs> for me, I want to kind of rewind and touch on the idea. And I think a lot of bisexual, pansexual women who are maybe coming to either the realization or having their first opportunity to practice being bisexual in real life later on in life. And maybe this is true for younger bisexual women too, but I recognize this with older bisexual women more who have been maybe in heterosexual facing relationships and then have gotten out. And then they're like, okay, now I want to try dating women. Um, I think it's interesting to me that heterosexual people don't question their heterosexuality prior to fucking around with someone of the opposite sex. It is just an assumed sexual orientation. And, and maybe people's argument would be that that's the natural uh, sexual orientation, but Mm -hmm. I actually don't believe that's true. I'm going to tell you all like, and I'm like, that's not the argument we're going to be having here. But I have found oftentimes I hear women saying that like, uh, questioning whether they're bi or whether they belong in the queer community because they haven't yet, you know, oh, I've kissed some girls or maybe in college dr- I drunkenly had sex with one woman and I know I'm, I find women attractive, but I haven't like, mm-hmm. I, and it's like, is there a number of women you feel you have to bang to like, to be granted that you are queer. Right. You no, are, I know. Fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me. It is. Because if is. you think about the opposite in the, in the heterosexual world, and this is going to, this is a great place to like tie in the whole body count conversation that's mm. going on. Think about the opposite in, in the heterosexual world. Right. Like the more men a, a woman bangs the more everyone's like her body count is too high it's not like oh she's bang banged like 50 dudes she is super heterosexual right. man she gets <laughs> the like fucking gold medal of heterosexuality because she just banged right. 50 dudes it's like yeah. uh, it's like it's like the more men you bang as a heterosexual woman the less value there is to you as a heterosexual woman yet in our case, as a bisexual woman, if you haven't had more women, then you are more likely, your identity is more likely to be questioned yeah. by the queer and specifically lesbian community. We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget, 
forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the Lady Bi for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. Yeah, this is true. And I mean, how fucked up is that? It's pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. And so I, so you kind of are validating some of my feelings by saying, okay, there are some people who would question on the, from the lesbian community who might question, well, how gay are you? You know, like, are you gay enough? Or I don't know. Um, What is gay enough? I know. I know. What is gay enough? Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I just know I haven't yet had the experience, but when I was in, I got to have, Annette was there. I got to have a lot of fun in a space uh, in the spring where I did feel completely comfortable just being who I am. And part of that was being bisexual. And part of that was, you know, hooking up with some women and, and it felt great. And it was great because there were no questions. There was no worry about like, we just, we were just who we are and it was so much fun. It was I mean, great. let's be clear. I yeah. was there, but I wasn't there. there. Yes. <laughs> I was in the house, but I wasn't in the room. room. <laughs> uh, and it was super fun. And it was, you know, um, a su- kind of a surprise. Yeah. I mean, one of them was um, someone you guys heard me talk about on the threesome podcast. Go um, back and listen. Go back and listen. Yeah. So one of the women who was from the second couple I talk about on that podcast came to this retreat that Annette and I uh, were part of. And I hadn't seen her in a year and a half because I had kind of cut it off because of her boyfriend who was jealous. But she came by herself. And it was just like it was when we first met. I mean, we're just very, we're very affectionate and she makes me feel good and I make her feel good. And it was fun for the most part. Wait, you had a threesome, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, we had like, a threesome with another woman. <laughs> so, folks, you know, how many women does she have to bang to be clear? I know, I know. And that was... So, and that was totally led by, I'll call her Salem, because that's where she's from. Uh, it was led by Salem. Salem led the threesome with Beaverton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You had a threesome with Beaverton and Salem. And as a port- as Portland, I feel... I feel like a failure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's... uh, Portland, Salem, and Beaverton had a threesome. Right. And that's weird. (laughs) Keep Portland weird. Cheers Mm -hmm. to that. All right. So Um, it was was great. It was super fun. And and I really, like, let go of all my inhibitions um, and just did it. And it was totally... I'm blaming Salem. It was totally her doing that threesome would not have happened without her. She led a lot of the sexual energy over the weekend. I mean, there was just, she was like oozing it. So. Yes, she mm-hmm. was. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I want to bring this around. Uh, Liberty is definitely queer. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we established that at our closing circle yes. of the um, bisexual women's retreat weekend. Right. Which we will be having another one soon. I but want- I haven't had anything since then. Oh, I mean, I had that date, but that didn't go so well. But, but mm-hmm. you haven't had anything since then, except for the date that didn't go well. She was very into you. And if you hadn't been Polly, and if you oh, hadn't yeah. had a dick in your life, yeah. then you definitely would probably be dating her right now. Probably. Yeah. You probably yeah. would have had yeah. sex with her. Yes, probably. Right. Yeah. But no, it was, um, that was, I've never had that experience where you like see someone deflate like in front of your eyes. It's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying like she was like brokenhearted, but you know, just like, oh, well, now what? You know, she drove a long way to see me that day. I mean, if I had been her, I would have been like, maybe I don't want to date you, but let's have sex. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like get right, get right. get something out of your gas mm-hmm. money, right? Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. something out, of, and not to not to be shallow, yeah. but right. Why miss out on a good deal? I know, I know. Uh, and so that brings me to my revelation. Yeah, tell like, me, can tell I, us about yours. We, yeah, top top mm-hmm. me off, top you off. We have a birthday party to go to. This is off topic, but you all know Deanna, aka Ruby, a silver medalist and Olympian in the squirting sex Olympics. And I did not know that. What? I need to listen to that yeah, episode. You've got to listen to that episode. Also, expert at uh, titty sex. Well, that doesn't surprise me. No, no. It's her birthday. <laughs> uh, well, tomorrow, but tonight we are celebrating it and we're going out dancing. I would like to challenge her. Oh, escorting? All right, guys. So if that happens. I'm we not- can't show it on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe we'll start up an OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, now you're talking. And I'm going to use my friends for that. But anyways. Because <laughs> we know how you feel about squirting. Okay. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I would never win that contest. And I'm not even willing to try it. But anyways, I want to bring this around to um, like my revelation this Mm -hmm. year, which has, I guess it's not a revelation, but it's a solidification of something that I thought and I have experienced maybe to the max this year is and lesbians, queer femmes who really side more to the lesbian spectrum. I love you, but we got to have a fucking talk. Okay. As a bisexual woman, I have had moments where when it comes to the attraction and dating spectrum, I've been like, maybe it's better for me just to deal with the devil I know than the devil I don't, meaning men versus women. Again, that's very gendered. I have been shocked at how much toxic masculinity is embedded in the the lesbian specifically and queer femme community. And I'm going to give examples of it instead of just throwing this out. And I think it's super important that we talk about it. And I think that the the victims of it, well, they're all all queer femmes, but I think specifically bisexual women are are in a position where we really maybe see it more clearly. Hmm. Um, and I'm going to explain sort of why. Um, one example of it that I've run into a lot uh, as a bisexual woman, when I'm, I'm talking to lesbians about how do you feel about bisexual women? What are some of the things that come up that bother you? Because it, it's, it's very clear that some, some lesbians just won't date us at all. Right. They're like, if you've had a cock in you, like, no, I'm not interested. And I kind of want to get to the root of that, right? And some of the things y'all say, like one, a good example, I was talking to um, a lesbian a while back, and one of the things she thought was fun to say was like, well, uh, my cock can be any size and it never goes limp. I've got that on men. And I want to talk to you about why that, and it really gave me the ick. Mm-hmm. It really gave me the ick. Because if there is one thing we've worked on in this show is 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 to talk about how sex is not cock-centric. Right. <laughs> like, like, you just made sex cock-centric. Yeah. Whether it's a real or a fake cock, it's about the cock. And I think that's rooted in toxic ma- masculinity and, mm-hmm. and, and the patriarchy and the idea that arousal and sexual satisfaction comes from the cock. Yeah, right. And doesn't, doesn't at all. I mean, and yeah. that's exactly what it is. And not only that, you're like, you're like competing now with men. Like, I've got a bigger cock than you. Yeah, you Mine don't have to compete. Like, like, you don't have to, right? And, That's the point here. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And, and for us, we're just like, I don't like care. I'm, I'm not with you for a cock. Like, I'm with you because right. I'm attracted to you and because I know – we can have sex that's fulfilling regardless of whether you strap it on or you use your fingers or your mouth or toys or whatever. Uh, so that's just one example of it. Another example, especially I think in the poly community, is I was talking to another uh, lesbian and and I was asking her, she was poly, um, and she made a comment about a woman she was attracted to, but she said, well, she is already seeing multiple people 
And I know that she's seeing more than one guy and I don't want to see a woman who's seeing more than one man. And I said, well, if she was seeing two other women, would you care? And she said, no. Now that wouldn't bother me, but if she's like, yuck, if she's with like two guys, that's disgusting. And this comes back to the body count shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, generally speaking, when I think about the topic, and and look, if you aren't on TikTok, maybe you're missing out on this, but probably not. Yeah, we need to clarify what that means. Body count is this big issue uh, that has come, and it's not just on TikTok. I think that we just haven't called that that in the rest, in our other life outside of social media. Uh, Men who think that women who have been with uh, more than, I don't even know what their their okay number is. Let's say it's five. Uh, More than just a couple men, the higher their body count is, the less their worth is. Like you don't want to be with a woman who has a high body count, right? That's what the that's what some of the TikToks are about. Yeah, all the men, all the men who are on that train. But it's not just the men. Here's what I'm telling you. The body count issue isn't just a dude thing. Mm, right. Queer femme women, lesbians, also feel that a woman, a bisexual woman, who has been with too many or has too many men in her life is problematic. Right. Like, if they're poly, they don't mind a woman having, like, many other women right, in right. her life. But if there's more than one cock in the picture, she's nasty she's yeah. bad it's the same fucking bullshit yes it is that's that's wrong yeah it's absolutely wrong it's you know another thing that i've experienced as a bi woman sort of trying to find my way in the queer femme community is just the way uh, the ick factor they'll get when they know you know i have male. a male partner mm-hmm. the idea that I interact with a penis and I interact with what comes out of a penis. Suddenly I'm a dirty person. It is the exact same shit mm-hmm. as the body count thing coming from, yeah. you know, toxic, dangerous beta men who think they're alphas. Yeah, right. And it's just as damaging to me as a woman, but yet it's not held to the same scrutiny. Right, right, right. It's not held to the same scrutiny, and it makes me feel just as fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. And that is, that is, I guess, has been one of my big revelations in, in this year, trying to find my place, as I think I always am, and you always are, mm-hmm. and a lot of our most beloved people are in the queer community. I think that, I think that by... Bisexual women, pansexual women, anybody who's open to the array of genders, I am very much open to. Like, I think all genders are sexy and interesting and bring something like amazing to the table. And um, I think that we all end up facing these kinds of things. I also feel like the idea that cocks are gross in the queer femme community is transphobic. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Trans women. Right. Right. Have. Yeah. May or may not have penises or enlarged clits. Yeah. Or lady dicks or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's the same deal, right? Yeah, We're yeah. shaming a body part. Right. We're equating the worth of a person to a body part. Right. That's. Yeah. And it's so it's. I think it's easy to fall into like a comedic trap, like sort of about that, but it's, it's not funny. I mean, it's not, it's really everybody, everybody has value and worth and it doesn't matter who they've been with um, or how many times. Uh, What's our message for the bisexual women out there? Like, Going through this. You have to find your people because it's a rough world. It is I mean, a rough world. I think, I mean, Liberty and I were sitting sitting and talking before we started this podcast. And I mean, one thing that has been crucial for my mental, my mental health, my physical health has been finding a community where I feel truly, I can be truly myself, where I have a secure relationships. Yeah. And where nobody is going to shame me for 
the stuff I bring to the table. Yeah. And I think that's like ultimately what I want in my relationships is currently I'm in a poly relationship. My partner is completely fine and open with me being with a woman or with another man. And there's no, you know, as long as our relationship remains um, kind and compassionate and loving and honest and all of that, then we, we don't have an issue. Um, sometimes I wonder if down the road I'm going to decide I want to be in something more monogamous, but I'm always going to be bisexual. Yeah. And I know you have faced this a lot in the last couple of years. Like I'm always going to be bisexual. So there's always going to be, and that's where I do just sort of look at, you know, if I were to be in the monogamous relationship with a man or with a woman, but I still have that little itch sometimes. It's like, I want that to be able to be something we can be open about and talk about as on an as needed basis. I think there's something about, I think the struggle for me is when I'm out as a bisexual woman, when I'm in my community and I have, I have learned also that my community that I fit into, something I'm really settling into is a community of bisexual women. Yeah. Like really made up of uh, bisexual women that what can I can turn to that can understand. I mean, regardless of who I'm in a relationship right, with, right. right? When I say community, it does mm-hmm. not, this does not exclude my partner as a, as a man or if I were to be with a woman who was a lesbian, exclude that partner. But when I say my community, I mean, the people I turn to who really can understand my experience, like it's, it's strongly seated in um, bisexual woman identifying people. Yes. Yeah. And it is crucial to me so that whether I am monogamous or poly, um, and, and over the course of my life, I've, I've kind of shifted in and out of those relationship styles. I have people who see me, like, it's very important to me to be seen as bisexual. Yeah. And people might ask, like, why do you care if people know you're bisexual? Right. What is your answer to that? We'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code explores 15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air tech sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium two. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. I, my answer would always be that any time I'm visible or just like this, being on a podcast, storytelling is that if there's someone out there struggling and they identify with our story and it's helped them in some way, then that's a good thing. So if, if by announcing, showing up as bisexual publicly is helpful to someone else to show up as themselves, their authentic selves, then that is a good thing. And that is why it is important to show up. Yeah. And I know we don't, yeah, we all know no one necessarily needs to show up as heterosexual. It's we're here for the other people. We're here for the people that don't have necessarily a community or, or place to turn um, who aren't feeling like they fit in. And I wish I had this when I was in college or high school. I definitely did not want anyone to know that I might be bisexual. Definitely. I was terrified of it. Um, I, I had a roommate that was a little snaky with me. I mean, she was one of my best friends, but she liked to mess around and, but I was terrified that she would turn on me and, and, make it be my 
fault. My, my I'm the one that's weird. I'm the one that wanted it. And um, it wasn't a good feeling, you know, not at all. And I think that when you aren't seen, you can go to some really dark places. Yes, that is so true. When you feel like there's no one else. Um, and I think over the like course of my journey, this like sexual, you know, learning about my sexuality, becoming more open about it, being on your podcast, talking more openly to people, I just really have learned that there really is something for everyone. There's someone for everyone. There's whatever it is that you, you desire. There's somebody else that desires that too. And, um, and it's just about finding the right community or people that you can share that with. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, don't stop searching. No, because there are people out there, but also listen to your intuition. I think something that, um, by women do a lot is they try to fit into queer communities that don't fit them. Uh, for example, I think for me is when I have tried really hard to fit into, um, more lesbian oriented communities, uh, or leaning communities where the idea of, someone being open to and attracted to other genders is looked down upon. It can put me in a really bad mental health space. Yeah. Not only that, I think it can make bisexual, pansexual women really feel like they have to kind of lie about Mm. their attraction. And one, a common thing I think I've heard, and I know I used to say I don't anymore is you hear women saying, well, I'm with my husband and he's different, but if he were to die or we were to break up, I would never date a guy again. That's like Mm. a common thing. And I think that is less the truth and more trying to be accepted. And I'm just like, "Mm, nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm definitely just attracted to people and I will see and be with the people that treat me well and make me feel good. Sparkly and wonderful. That's right. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I think this is a good segue to go into body count. I think it's an important conversation, but I think it's fun to do this conversation, not just in the context of the the view that men have on body count. Oh, no. no. But the view that people of all sexual orientations have on a woman's no one cares about men's body count, apparently, but a woman's body count when it comes to penises mm. and penis owning people. Yeah. I think it's fascinating if you think about it. Like, it's like people are disturbed by a woman interacting with one more than one penis. Yeah. What the I, fuck? I, I mean, I can't even really speak to this because to me, it's not a morality thing. It used to be. I mentioned it on the the podcast about from housewife to hoe that I did I did I I just have to say I freaking hate the word body count. But anyway, I did in my twenties, I was still dealing with like Catholic guilt and um being like a born again virgin after having sex at fifteen and then deciding I was going to wait until some, I don't know what number. Cause I was like, well, I'm not waiting till I'm married, but I'm like going to wait till, uh, <laughs> sometime when it feels more right. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I, I have gone through that, the morality issue, like the, did you, you went through that too? I mean, when I was very young, but my body count went up pretty fucking fast. Okay. So my, no, mine didn't. I was like, Keeping the number, I called it keeping the numbers low. I was trying. I mean, I used to have people like that. I remember that, right? I used to have people trying. I remember um, one of my college, it was like someone I dated in high school, but then we were still friends in college and we just had this most intense physical chemistry. Uh, I would say we still do. Thank God we don't have to see each other, you know we actually made a conscious decision to not see each other after I got married because it was too intense. But I remember like telling him no in high school and telling him no in 
Like I remember laying on my bed in college and telling him no one night. And then about mm, probably a year and a half later, I remember calling and saying, you remember how I told you that thing? Then I was trying to keep my numbers low. Like I've changed my mind. Can we like, we just need to make this happen. Like it needs to happen. And it was amazing. It was great. I'm like, why did, why would, what have I been waiting for? I've known you since I was 17. I'm 22 now. Like we could have been doing this for five years. <laughs> like what? Right. Doing? So let's talk about, let's do this. The pros of having a high body count. Because I think there are pros. Oh, yeah. I have a great analogy. Can I tell you my analogy? I like your, yes. Okay. So my analogy is there's a difference between going on a vacation and being a traveler. Okay. A vacation is like you go to like an all-inclusive resort in 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 whatever, uh, Baja or something, um, in Cabo. <laughs> but... Traveling is experiences. Traveling is you're having new experiences. Does it mean that those experiences are like a relaxing resort where you, you know, get fed all your meals and you have cocktails every day? No, it's not that. But so the, my analogy is that when you have more experiences, it's you learn more. It, travelers learn more about the world than someone who goes to an all-inclusive resort. You're not really getting to know the city you're in. You're not getting to know the country. When you have sex with lots of people, you get to know different things. You get to know what some people find normal that you were worried about, that you thought maybe was weird. And you find out, oh, like 10 other people have this same kink. <laughs> That I you do. You also learn what pleases you, how to have yes. orgasms. Yeah, about you. What you learn about I, yourself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a higher body count, can you do it with one person? M- maybe. Maybe. That's <laughs> a, yeah. I had a conversation with my housemate before I left the house. And we I was saying, like, when, yes, if you have that initial experience and it's really awesome, it usually gets better over time. Yeah, but but you won't know no. if you like threesomes. You won't know no, if you like no. two dicks at once. You won't no. know if you like, you know, things that they yeah. aren't willing. There's always someone always has something they're not willing to do. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot learn those things. And I mean, absolutely. Unless, I mean, if you have a partner that's willing to do sexy adventures with you that includes other people or includes going to like munches or like tastings where you try other things, then yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's be honest. You can't, (laughs) you don't know the difference between sex with a woman and a man if you're only having sex with no, one person. you really don't. Although in, in the context of body count, I don't know that they include women. I feel I like mean, usually it's just like how many men has she I think we with? just need to break that whole idea down and say, listen, this is what it is. Body count is everybody. It's, it's every everybody. Body. It's everybody. everybody that you have had sexual relations with, whether or not. And of course, I used to like have if I if there was no like penis inserted in the vagina, it didn't count. Well, yes, That's, it does. God, did you have? I used to have friends that only had anal sex, which is because insane. they didn't. How they didn't you? want it to count. Yes. That is the most fucked up thing. That I is ever. so fucked up. I that was long before I ever had anal. That sex. is still a thing. That I. It blows my mind. I feel like anal sex is next level, like body count. That's not, that's like, it's like, it's like bonus round on body count level. Not only did his penis go in you, it went up your ass, which takes like, like you gotta. Right. You gotta. I know. I mean, men, are you like for the men who are talking about body counts? So do you only count it if a woman sticks a dildo in your ass? Like, is (laughs) Yeah, what's like a body count for a man? How many dildos have been up your ass? Because right. I'm only good with you if you've had like one dildo other right. than mine. Other than mine. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous, what a ridiculous notion. I, I mean, I do think people that are concerned with body count, uh, here's what I'm going to, I am going to venture to say, and I dare you to argue with me. I think anyone who is, um, who is concerned about a woman's body count when it comes to male bodies 
I bet you they're really bad in bed. I would say bad. they aren't going to do what we'll do. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. I mean, that's probably the one thing I've learned about being an older, you know, middle-aged woman is we tend to blow the minds of the younger men or those that haven't had a lot of experience. And women. And women, because we are comfortable with ourselves. We know what we want. We know what we like. We know how to tell you how to do it. We're not going to be shy about it. Um, yeah, it's there's definitely a bonus there. And there's a reason why that's a whole genre of porn. I oh, mean, you mean women are our age? Yeah. We are not older. We're like... Well, no. Well, Perfect. but we're kind of like MILFs. MILFs. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, I think we should talk about sexual health is the only, is one of the major concerns. The of, only con of you- body count is sexual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely. But you can have sex with one person and. Absolutely. You can have, yeah, you could have totally and still get some weird thing. So making sure you get tested regularly, making sure you use condoms if you're not in a relationship with that person. Yeah, that is really important. I think that's like the only drawback is concern about sexual health. Is there another con? Um, I mean, the only other con I see is that the like kind of what I was saying with like a one night stand. It may not be that great. Like it might be like meh. And but you know what? That's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to be sad about it or mad about it or it's just it's just an experience. Yeah, but you have sex with someone that you've been with for a long time. Sometimes you have sex where it's meh. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, You know, I have very few regrets in my life as far as people I have had sex with. I only have two regrets. I was about to say one of them I see at Pickathon every year. And I always avoid eye contact. And his wife is really hot, but I just can't make eye contact with him. I walk away, I run away, I turn away because it was a situation where he was it was the worst kiss I've ever had in my entire life. But I was could you hit on his wife? I probably could. I've seen her on his profile. Um, but that night I ended up just like letting him fuck me from behind so I didn't have to kiss him. (laughs) (laughs) You let him fuck you from behind to avoid kissing him. Yeah, I did. I was really, it was, it was, that was during my hormones phase, my W-H-O-R-E-M-O-A-N-S's where I just like, I would cry if I wasn't having sex five nights a week. It was desperate times, (laughs) desperate times. I was like, absolutely. I I had like testosterone flowing through my body. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was a little looking back. I see. So there the body count was woo way high. And I see a little bit of uh, some friends were concerned about me. All right. So sometimes body count can be a result of hormones. Yes. And it's like, you know, yes. and so and maybe you'll have some regrets. But I would argue that keeping your body count low because you're worried about what other people think, oh. you could have regrets. Yeah. For the people you didn't hit it with because of that. Absolutely. Regrets can happen either way. Like I did with that, yeah, that person from high school and college. I'm like, why did it why did it take us five years? It's dumb. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying be a whore. I'm not like pushing people to be Annette, whores. That is not even a word. Okay. It's not in the bad sense of the word. Whore can be a good word. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Don't there's no moral reason. And I'm sorry for all of you dealing with uh, the purity culture or religious stuff that plays into how you feel about it um, because it can really mess with your head. But yeah, body count is a result of uh, toxic masculinity. It can be found in the queer community, queer femme community. It can be found in the heterosexual community. And I think people that are obsessed with that either are like obsessed with cocks like men who are afraid of their, they, they, they're, oh, they're, yeah, insecure about their themselves. Right. For sure. 100%. But apparently, lesbians are insecure about cocks too and queer femmes. 
It's people who are obsessed with a penis in a way that's not good. Like you can be obsessed with penises in a good way. You can be like, yeah, I like a little cock. But if you're like too many cocks means you're a bad person. No, that's not a thing. That's just not not a thing. thing. No, have fun. Go out, have fun, have experiences. If you find a good one, hang on to it. If you find someone you want to be in partnership for and it's like, okay, but not great. Just be honest about it. Like work on it. You know, the more, sometimes the more you do, the better it gets. Do I mean, don't look at them and say, your cock is okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) I mean, my relationship, my my poly relationship I'm in, it wasn't amazing at first. I, it was fine. I was a little concerned. If he hears this, he's going to be like, what? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I was a little concerned, but it got better and better and better and better over time. And now it is like, damn, amazing. I love it. Bad cock can become good cock. And not that his cock was bad, but maybe okay cock can become amazing. Yeah. And it's not just about the cock. It's about the toys and the fingers and the tongue and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I feel like we have covered our bi revelations. Yeah. I feel like we have covered body count. Yes. And now we need to go to a birthday. Yep. We're going to a birthday and I'm out of my drink. So cheers. Cheers. Good night, everyone. If you have questions, comments, uh, now you know that you can send me a voicemail. If you want to find me, hopefully you know where to find me by now. Locker Room Talking Shots on Instagram, Facebook. She explores life on both of them. You can join me on my personal Instagram, Being Benedetti. Uh, YouTube, you can come and see the two of us talking. Yeah. You can join us. You can see our faces. Face to face. Annette Benedetti. We look really cute tonight. I'm feeling good about myself. I am too. Feeling really good about myself. Yes. Mm. Cheers. So check us out there. And subscribe to my triple x okay all right but we gotta go and hey happy bi visibility month happy bi visibility month <laughs> cheers right, cheers until Good next night. time i'll see you in the locker room folks <laughs> Ring loop. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous bra and panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.